What up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping the 9450 Cold Name WBB. I'm Daniel Artes, your host. Got K-Dot with me tonight. K-Dot, what's going on, brother, man? Talk, talk to me, man. How you feel today, man? Hey, yo, what up? What it is? What's popping? Everything's all good. Continuing the upward trajectory of what we got going on. We, we're excited for what's going to go down tomorrow between the playoffs, the semifinals, and I can't wait to get in depth and talk about it. So let's get it. Yeah, yeah. Let's really get into it real quick. So, yeah, basically, we are here, K-Dot, finally. The series we've been waiting for, Las Vegas Aces and the Seattle Storm, man, ready to get it shaken. I think that this should be an amazing series. We know how the season series went. Las Vegas won 3-1, to one, convincing fashion, but the playoffs are a different game, as we all know. But you know what this is about, K-Dot. We get a five-game series between Brianna Stewart and Asia Wilson. We get a series where we have a total of seven number one draft picks. And we also get a series where Asia Wilson can exercise some of those wobble demons. Too many storylines, K-Dot. You know, let's really get into it. But you know what? I really don't even know where to start for this series. Like I said in the intro, seven number one draft picks, all of them who are major contributors to their team. But I guess we can start with the... With the Derricka Hamby and Gabby Williams situation with the injuries, Derricka Hamby been out since she hurt her knee in early August. Do you think she returns in this series? Because I think that the Aces would need all hands on deck, obviously. Hamby is an amazing player off the bench, and the Aces bench, for the most part, has been shaky all year. So they're going to need it. I think Seattle has the deeper team. But with Gabby Williams and everything that she does, being that Swiss Army type of thing, West Coast version of Alyssa Thomas with that concussion, and she's still in concussion protocol. So might even itself out, but what's your thoughts on the injuries of those two great players? Yeah, two very important injuries that we definitely have to consider and take a look at. Let's start off with D'Erica Hamby. We know that she injured her knee prior to the playoffs. It didn't look good at all when I saw that injury, but the the schedule, if you will, was two to four weeks, and we've hit that that almost that two week mark. And it, as far as evaluation, now the news has come out where they have not ruled. They have ruled the Erica Hamby as I'm, I'm not sure if they confirmed it, but they have ruled the Erica Hamby. I believe that they ruled her out. I'm not sure if it's a confirmation, but I believe they ruled her out. And I know for a fact that they ruled Gabby Williams out for game one. So these are two very important pieces of of a team or teams that you have to take into consideration. I think it's more important to look at Gabby Williams being out versus De'Erica Hamby being out. And I'll tell you why. As you said earlier, Gabby Williams has been a Swiss Army knife for the Seattle Storm and has done a tremendous job in just being that utility type player for them and a very uh, great on ball and perimeter defender. So that's going to be a little tough because from a perimeter standpoint, Gabby Williams is arguably their best defender. And it's definitely going to be difficult going against a team like the Aces who have Kelsey Plum as well as Jackie Young on the wing. And then you have 
the very efficient in the playoffs, Chelsea Gray, who has been extremely hot shooting. And that's kind of a difficult thing to to scheme against when you don't have your best perimeter defender out there. Now, with the De'Erica Hamby situation, we know what her situation is. And Kia Stokes has definitely stepped up a whole bunch. And I have to give credit to Ileana Repair because she's also stepped up in, in minutes gained from De'Erica Hamby's injury. So, yes, this is a different beast. We're talking about the semifinals. We're talking about not necessarily for all the marbles, but it's definitely necessary to say that this is extremely important. So performance is going to be extremely important. So it might look different for Ileana Rupert because this is her first stint in being in this type of environment. Kia Stokes, of course, she's been in this environment before. I don't necessarily rule her out from a kind of nerve standpoint but is definitely going to be by committee for both teams because two of their most important pieces for each team is going to be out. It's going to be interesting. To, it's going to be interesting to see what type of defensive scheme the Seattle Storm brings against the Las Vegas Aces. And I can't say the same for the Aces because they've been playing without Derrick Hamby for a while now. So I think they're a little bit more acclimated with what they have from a nation standpoint. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Seattle definitely looks like that more established. But listen, KDOT, let's get away from that stuff. Let's not dance around the real issue. Let's talk about it, man. We got to talk about it. Like, we got the two all-star captains, two two young goats in Asia and Stewie. We got to talk about it, man. Man, when you look at the season, the head-to-head matchups this year, right, they both averaged 22.8 points per game. 10 rebounds for Stewie, 12 rebounds for Asia. Asia averaged more assists in the head-to-head matchup. Like, we like – it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. And also, like, Stewie made more threes, but Asia was way better percentage-wise from the field and things like that. So, like, this matchup is what everybody wants. This is what the people want. This is what – when we looking at the social media and everything like that, this is what everybody's talking about, Stewie versus Asia. MVP, Stewie or Asia, who, what it is. Now we get to see it. And and when it really matters, the regular season is fun, but the playoffs is where it matters. This is where you want your championship, and this is where the, your legacy is made at, or it could take a hit. What's up with the matchup, man? What you thinking? What you thinking with the matchup, though? How you feel about it? You excited? Nervous? Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, this matchup is pretty interesting, and I'm not necessarily nervous. I'm not necessarily anticipating or enthusiastic about the matchup because we know how great both of these players are. And by the way, if I'm not too late, happy birthday to Brianna Stewart for sure. And if it's not her birthday today, and if if it was yesterday, happy belated birthday. I know it's your birthday around... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> around somewhere so around winning time. Wish, <laughs> around winning time i wish you more life more blessings for sure but going back to this matchup like in the playoffs right now if you look at the head-to-head it's going to be like night and day and of course it it's because of who both teams played asia wilson not necessarily the numbers from a number standpoint is like gaudy but a 12.5 points, eight rebounds, four assists, two blocks. And then that's on 30 minutes played. And then with Stewie on 30, 
37 and a half minutes played, 22 points, 11 rebounds, six assists, one st- one and a half steals, one block. Yep. So obviously you see like from a matchup standpoint in the first round of the playoffs how much usage one player had versus the other and and again this is based off of the competition that they played and the way that the game the results of the game ended up so the rest uh for Seattle was definitely warranted because I felt like they played a tougher team compared to what the Aces did but I think the numbers itself for this series is going to be gaudy looking numbers for both players teams are going to need their MVPs to step up tremendously. And I think that we are in for one of the uh, classic head-to-head battles in, in WNBA playoff history. So I'm really looking forward to what Asia Wilson and what Brianna Stewart is going to bring. I know that their team is going to be very heavily involved in getting them the buckets that they need, putting them in great positions. I know that Brianna Stewart, she loves coming off of like those flare screens where she's able to get open for three-point shots. She likes playing in the playing between the mid, uh posting the elbow and doing her reverse pivot, fake left jump shot. And then we have Asia Wilson who's expanded her game to the three-point line as she becomes a trailer in transition when they're doing the secondary breaks. Normally she gets her shots from the top of the key, not necessarily uh, doing a lot from the wing and from the corner, but if she is open, she definitely will take that three-point shot. Now she is more of a mismatch down on the block. If she gets it on that left block, it's over. And even if she gets it on the right block and force herself back to the middle of the floor, into the paint it's just about over and she's definitely not taking that mid-range shot as she's a part of the chair of our mid-range mafia crew i think that because from a scoring standpoint for both of them they cancel each other out so i know we talk about that matchup but we probably need to figure out who our x factors are because again i feel like they're going to cancel each other out and have tremendous a tremendous series i i think though to be honest the x factor you know what i I don't want to say i don't want to say it's an x factor thing you know what i want to see how kia stokes handles tina charles and how tina charles handle kia stokes and for kia stokes to be honest it's not from offense versus offense type of thing i want to see kia stokes just make Tina Charles' life a living hell. And then I also on Tina Charles' side, I want Tina Charles to see if she can exploit that matchup as well. Because, like I said, we know that they're, the Aces bench is short. But also, Tina Charles, she's in that more of a reserve role now. So she's not going to be like taking big shots, but she can have a big game. As well, she's lethal. She just led the league in scoring last year. What she had was 27 last year, so we know what she can do. I want to see how that matchup goes. Obviously, it's probably going to lean heavily in Seattle's favor. Just spot minutes. Maybe Kia Stokes can make her work. Kia been doing great on the boards. She'll have 2 points, 14 rebounds, 6 points, 14 rebounds, something like that. So I want to see that from a from an energy standpoint on, on Kia's side and put that effort on defense and try to contain her. Can't shut, can't shut Tina Charles down, 
but you definitely can contain her. And like I said, for Tina, that might be the matchup that she can actually exploit with her mobility, her her skill set, and her IQ and everything like that. So that's actually an interesting matchup that I would like to see, just to see how Kia Stokes rises to the occasion. And also Tina Charles, who's hungry to win the title. Obviously, we know that she left phoenix because of the situation that was there she wanted to win a ring and now she actually got a chance to do it so i'm really interested in that matchup we know about the of course kelsey plum versus jewel lloyd or jackie young sue bird interesting matchup but i want i want to just see give kia stokes some love too as well nobody really haven't been talking about her like that so i just wanted to point that out for me because i like players that play hard play tough play with effort and everything and i would like to see how that how she handles that yeah, so to expound on what you're saying, Kia Stokes has been an amazing, she's embraced her role and she's done an incredible job in her starting role as the starting center. One thing that if we're talking about matchups, this is going to sound real head scratching, but the matchup that I'm looking for is the Ezzy. Magbagor matchup on both Kia Stokes and Ileana Rupert. That's a matchup that's very interesting to me because we know that Ileana Rupert, she's more of an outside threat. And if Ezzy is not able to control the paint from a defensive standpoint, I feel like that could be a matchup exploited because you have so much Uh, firepower on the wing dribble penetration is going to be so important and that's why Gabby Williams not playing game one is going to be very key to watch because she stops dribble penetration and without her on the floor who is going to step up from a perimeter standpoint to stop dribble penetration repair she's very efficient from three point from from three point land. She doesn't necessarily she doesn't necessarily play back to the basket. And I'm just afraid that if they put her in some cross matches where Ezzy isn't controlling the paint, it could be an open season in the paint for Kelsey, for Jackie, who loves coming off of those staggers and pin downs. Loves it, and she does a great job catching it off of the screen and just laying the ball up. And that little step-back jumper that she has is just incredible. And then with Chelsea backing her backing her defender down and hitting that patented turnaround, I'm going to give you one jumper. You notice that when any team goes on a run, Chelsea Gray always give you that, oh, I got you one. That that shot, that sting, we did all of that run, and Chelsea just comes and just hit us with the, I'm going to get you one. So that's what I call her from that standpoint. So that's going to be very important because you don't have your best perimeter defender out there. So dribble penetration is going to be important. Ezzy Megbegor, she's going to probe and see if she can stay in the paint, but then if Ileana repairs out there, what's going to happen? What type of rotations we're going to see? That's going to be important. We'll be back after a quick break. 
I'm Chris Stemp. I'm Donnie Stemp. Two brothers on this strange rock hurtling through space. I don't know, man. This rock is in trouble. The Week on Earth is a new podcast on climate change and the state of the planet. We're talking cars, carbon, trees, toilet paper, apocalypse, utopia, and most importantly, human behavior. We need to put the emotion into this story. How do we move from an extractive society to a regenerative society? Pretty twisted. And it gets worse. <laughs> it's changed my entire outlook. From the Peabody Award-winning producer of Netflix's Fantastic Fungi, The Week on Earth, new episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, another important thing is I want to see, like Seattle really didn't have a game where everybody got off, all their main players were having showed up. And that's what I want to see. I want to see Drew Lloyd come out the gate strong. Like Seattle, yo, listen, I get it. If we making a, how can I say this type of decision? If, we're, if we are making like a decision from our heart, it's like, all right, cool. Aces, aces and five pretty much. But if we think it with our heads, man, like this team, if they hit their stride at the right time and they've been playing really good, I think that like Las Vegas could be in some trouble without that bench, without Hamby and stuff, man. I think... Man, it's going to be crazy. Like, I I just expect Stewie, Tina, Ezzy to really just get on the boards and make life miserable and give Asia Wilson that three-headed monster stuff too as well. And then another player too on Seattle that's dangerous. Like, she don't play a lot of minutes sometimes, but then when she play, she always ready. Talbot. Oh, yeah, Stephanie Talbot. Yeah, yeah for sure. Always ready. Sure. Like they, they got some vets on that team, man, that, that know how to play the game, and the game plan is there. And we didn't even talk about Sue Bird from the Seattle side. Like, she basically got a maximum of 10 games, or they can get swept or whatever. Fighting for her, trying to send her on her way out with a championship. Like, this is going to be an interesting series, and I'm really excited to see it, man. Definitely really excited to see it. But I do think the injuries, tips, if anything, to be honest, like the injuries with Gabby Williams' situation and Derek Hamby's situation evens it out as well. Because I think that if you had Gabby wasn't injured and then Derek is out, I'd be like, oh, snap. Might be some trouble. You feel me? But I, I think that with them both being injured, it helps, especially when we got the thing that Gabby can do, her switchability on defense and stuff. It kind of bodes well. In, in Las Vegas' favor. So with Vegas, what they got to do, they got to come out hard. They got to actually win these two games. They cannot split. They cannot split against Seattle because Seattle, they're a championship team, man. They're going for their fifth championship. Vegas is trying to kick the door in and try to get there first. So, like, they got a big opportunity right now starting Sunday. Yeah. And one thing that I want to bring up from a just from a stats and analytical standpoint, and of course, all of our stats and analytical points are brought to you by Cerebro Sports. So make sure you log in free login for any analysis that you may look at. And I'm just looking at the top five players for each team based off of their contextual RAM. And Chelsea Gray and Stewie are clearly the top two based off of how they played in the playoffs so far but Chelsea kind of stands out at a staggering average of 12 and what that means is with her averaging 22 points mm-hmm. shooting 75 percent from the field yeah three three and a half rebounds six assists one steal one block per game like 
the way that she's been so efficient this year in the playoffs, it's been incredible. And I know we're talking about a two-game serving because they because of the sweeps, but it's just interesting to see Chelsea Gray doing what she's doing and can hopefully have that same momentum come into this series, knowing that you have Jewel Lloyd, Sue Bird on that other side from a guard standpoint. And I think that is going to be very important. Like I said, that they take advantage of the Gabby Williams situation and not allow Seattle, as you said, to sneak and get game one or game two. To me, if it's a case where Seattle steals game one without Gabby, that becomes more concerning. So I think that Chelsea Gray with her performance has been just incredible. And number three on this list is Sue Bird, right? She has a 9.4 RAM. Averaging 14 points on 53% shooting, two and a half rebounds, six assists, one one and a half steals, and a little over a half a block per game. It's very funny that that game two that she had versus the Mystics, where I think she tallied 18 and 10, that was like super, that was super incredible. And right behind her is Kelsey Plum, of course, averaging 22 points. 4.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists, so on 52% shooting. So I think that because you have that dynamic a little bit, right behind her is the person who's not going to be playing, and that's Gabby Williams. So I just named the top five ranking players for both teams, and Asia Wilson is nowhere near it. She's number 10 on this list. And of course, it's because of how, you know, who they played, how she played. And it wasn't like she didn't play horribly. It was just her impact wasn't needed as much. Gabby Williams averaging 13 points on 71% shooting, four rebounds, three assists, and 1.5 steals per game. That's the missing, that's the missing link for me. Like you said, you mentioned Chelsea Gray and Chelsea, she's been really hooping over the past like two months. Facts. That she had a big game against the Storm. She, I just feel like since she got snubbed from the All Stars, I just felt like she really just been in her bag. She picked up her scoring. I think that she had about six or seven point seven twenty point games since the All Star break or whatever. Like she's really difficult difficult to contain, hitting big shots, just showing up in big moments and everything. Like Chelsea Gray, man, is really man. Like this, listen, Kata, it's just like as a fan of basketball, you know what? I'm not even watching this this series. Both series, even Connecticut and Chicago, I'm not watching them as a media head. I'm watching them as a fan. I'm watching these series as a fan because this is going to be some of the greatest, some of the best basketball that we have seen so far this year. So I'm just like, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. I wish I hurry up 4 p.m. Eastern time so we can get it popping because I'm ready to see some ball, K-Dot. <laughs> yeah, <ready>. for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for real. But we, we ain't going to do no predictions and anything like that. We're not going to do no predictions like we talked about earlier. Um, or do you want to do some predictions? Do you, what's up? All right. How about this? How about this? What do you think each team got to do to win? If now, if we are going to do a prediction, I'll say this. I don't think this series in less than five. 
I think it goes five games. That's just my my personal uh, analysis on it. Yeah. I do think it goes five games. They split two, <laughs> split split their two their first two of their first four between home and home, and then the ultimate fifth game in, in Las Vegas. But what what's going to have what is going to take for Las Vegas to win is they're definitely going to have to ensure that dribble penetration is important so that they can get open three-point shots. They've predicated their entire season on dribble penetra- dribble penetration, kick, and shoot. I think that what it's going to take for Seattle mm-hmm. to win is for them to improve on their pick-and-roll defense. That's what it's going to take for Seattle to win. I think that from a defensive standpoint, they let a lot go in the pick and roll. And that's partly because of Tina Charles. But I think that if they can figure out a way, they can't play drop coverage. They you bet not play drop coverage against those shooters. Yeah, facts. So I think that they have to figure out a way to stunt on the pick and rolls, not necessarily hard hedge, but they have to figure out a way to hide Tina Charles on those pick and roll on that pick and roll defense. So yeah. I think that's going to be the important thing for them to actually to actually win it. For me, for me, it's gonna it's both. It's just gonna be one answer for for both teams. The games I've been watching for Seattle and Vegas, the inside of Las Vegas held it down. They struck Seattle struggled with the interior versus Las Vegas. And that's right. why I was saying like Ezzy, Tina, Stewie are going to have to really be on that glass, play a little bit of physical. Stewie, Stewie all world. She's going to do what she got to do. She's everything. But they're going to really have to really take the fight to them as well. And then as a Vegas, just got to keep on doing that. If Listen, if it ain't broke, why well, fix it, right? If Facts. it ain't broke, why well, well, fix it? They just got to play their game and everything. And then they also got to be ready. Hopefully, they've been doing a lot of cardio with these days off because they're going to have to play heavy minutes now. Rotation is going to be short just because that's how Becky Hammond is right now. That's how she's running the team. So if it ain't broke, it don't fix it. Like, they, they handled them and everything. The Derek Hamby situation, like we, we said, I think it hurts. I think it hurts Las Vegas, to be honest, because energy, man, energy. Somebody that could get 19 rebounds because she had a 10-point, 19-rebound game against right. Seattle. Somebody like that, you, she's one of their best players. Somebody that you don't got to run and play for, but will get the job done. And, and Absolutely. Like that. So, like I said, Kata, this is going to be a fun series, man. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this one. I'm a fan of this one. We're going to be here as fans on this podcast yeah, sure. talking about these two amazing teams. I guess that's it. We don't really have to talk about much, really. Oh, we can talk about Becky Hammond winning Coach of the Year. I was just getting ready to say that. Congratulations. You know, before we sign out, yeah, yeah, before yeah. we sign out, we definitely want a big congratulations to Becky Hammond winning Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. Also, just as a sidebar, congratulations to Tanisha Wright. I believe she did finish second in votes. And we both had we both had Tanisha Wright and Becky Hammond as our choices for for Coach of the Year. So you won that one. I, I had Tanisha Wright. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but but that we had the top two at, at this point. Like we we both win, to be honest with you. I just want to applaud how the adjust. I just keep going back to the adjustment of what Becky Hammond did, just yeah. bringing Kia Stokes into the starting line. Like it, just, for me, it feels like it catapulted more so on the defensive side. Like they got more stops, and yeah. what I mean by that is 
defensive rebounding. Yep. Like they got more stops. Yep. Like when you get the defensive rebound, that means you got to stop. Yep. <laughs> stop comes in three forms: block, steal, rebound. Yep. Yep. Right. So you're right about that. Definitely, definitely. And also understand this too. Like she she took that ancient offense from last year. And modernized it. Yeah, oh. let's go shoot some threes. Let's get it. Let's move the ball around. And they ended up winning 26 games, most games in franchise history. And it's pretty dope. And also, Absolutely. before before we do it, we, hey, we gotta show love to uh, James Wade, man. You know? Oh yeah, executive of the year. For executive sure. of, for of sure. the year for real. Elite. That was our choice. Yeah. <laughs> the elite builder on on the elite roster builder right there for real. Just what he did last year with bringing back Van de Quiggs. Clear Copper and getting Emma Meesman. Come on, man. Help. And Rebecca, and Rebecca Gardner. Gardner, bro. Which is probably the, that put the move on top. And also, don't they got a great pick next year too? Yeah, they do. They got a they lottery do. pick, right? I, I think they own. I think they own the Sparks pick, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it's crazy. I think they own the. I think they own the Sparks pick. I want to say they own the Sparks. The Sparks. Crazy, pick. crazy. And yeah, it's just it's, it's like I said, it's gonna be a fun. Fun semifinals. We're going to be back. We're going to recap game one. Then we're going to recap game two. We're going to recap, recap. <laughs> That's it pretty much. But uh, yeah, let's just get on out of here. Thank you for listening to Keep It In 9450, codenamed WBB. Don't forget to follow us at the 9450 on Instagram and Twitter. Follow KDOT at K.Lou3H on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at the DR Test Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And with that being said, love is love. Thank you for everybody that's supporting us as usual. And peace.